to the east i'm adam vasquez along with a guy who's feeling very natitude right now hello chad <laughs> hello everybody chad how's it I've feel to, a lot of natitude. how's it feel to be from Titletown? <laughs> it feels pretty darn good i could get used to this between I mean, the gnats well let's not jump knock on wood right right, right. Wood. um but potentially the gnats caps uh, Zards, well, they're right uh, there. <laughs> they're on the cusp of greatness. Yeah. And uh, the Washington Valor, DC's AF Arena Football League team, won it. See the Mystics. Know you know, people forget about the Arena Football League, but that's how that's how Philly got on the map with with titles. I mean, in recent history, the the uh, Soul. Really? Yeah, the the Philadelphia Soul won like three out of four right before the Eagles won. So, you know, so there might be something to that. Red, it's like, uh, so, uh, you know, maybe maybe the Redskins will pick up on the uh, vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we'll mm-hmm. see. But, uh, yeah, so things are good. Um, well, I'm glad that you're, at least one of us is happy. Um, <laughs> yeah, Adam, tell me, uh, how, how are you? How are you doing this week? You know, to be tell honest Tell me you, about yourself. To be honest with you, not not great. Um, and uh, I don't know if this is the place to talk about it, but it's been a dark it's been a dark time here. In, uh, in I think my this is the exact place to talk about. <laughs> I don't know if there's just some sort of platform where I can hear my thoughts. You know, if there's some some podcast where all they talked about was the NFC East, yeah, that would be the place to be. The only solace I take is that this is a dark time for this division. Like I don't know if it's in coincidence with our releasing this uh, this show, but whew, we are definitely the worst division in the NFC somehow, and um, uh, that I wasn't expecting that going into it. No. Uh, yeah. Dark. Well, I guess we should just dive in. I'm trying to avoid the topic, but yeah, rough week. Uh, Eagles go down, just get blasted in the mm. in the cheeks by the. Just uh, the cowgirls brutal just shredded yeah it was rough i mean blasted is probably putting it lightly i mean i feel like blasted in the cheeks gives it some (laughs) teeth but yeah you're right that's true i could even go harder there that's got that's got some bite um (laughs) yeah it was disappointing i'm not even an eagles fan and i was i was saddened by it um not a great start man just came out Dropping the ball, fumbling the ball, left and right. Same old story. That was, like uh, everybody, you know, everybody wonders. I wonder why we can't score points. I wonder why this offense isn't working. Well, when you just keep putting the the ball on the ground, like I'm not sure what people expect. Um, and yeah, you're right. Right from the jump, it was like, well, this is another hole we're gonna have to climb out of uh, with an offense that has no deep threat. So. Just yeah. a tough start. Um, yeah, let's let's go through it real quick. So Dallas, um, I give the got to give the defense props. We we ate them up after the Jets killed them last week. Um, Robert Quinn came back in a big way. Uh, Lawrence had a sack. 
I'm trying to think uh, what who else really played well. I mean, their linebackers are always quick, but I thought those two on the ends, you know, they made a tough day on on Carson yeah. specifically. And um, and there's Lane Johnson seemed surprisingly to have a just tough game. I mean, he's he's usually pretty uh, solid for you guys, but yeah, he was he was he was struggling. And we'll get to Lane because he had some comments afterwards that I want to discuss. I don't. Did you, you got, see any Scandrick you got stuff coming, to Lane? Yeah, Lane. Um, I I heard a little bit about it. I guess just through what you all were talking oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. The uh, text. Well, real quick though, but for the for the actual game, the one thing I want to say, say is um, <laughs> is this. Uh, you know, Dak's getting a lot of love, which they won the game. So I, I get that on some level, but yeah. just looking at objectively the Eagles, the last two weeks anyways, and I'm not in full like panic mode, like the rest of Philadelphia, because like we've seen this story before we, we just did this a year ago. Um, and even, even in the 2017 season, there was times where people questioned Doug and it's like, he always bounces back from this. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but objectively the Eagles are a bad team the last two weeks. So, Mm -hmm. so far, just so we can recap for all of you Dallas fans and mainly just, you know, Dwayne, um, who, who, who said he left a voice message. I think I I didn't get that. So we have to figure out that might be technical difficulties. Um, Yeah. On, on his end, on, on your end, Dwayne. But anyway, uh, the teams that they've beaten so far, the Dolphins, the Redskins, the Giants, the Eagles, who are objectively bad teams, and they lost to the Jets. So let's just cool it for a second yeah. on how great Dallas is. Once again, they win one game. And the other reason I'm taking solace is because we're down one game in the division to a team coached by Jason Garrett with nine weeks left. <laughs> like, I just think there's so many opportunities there for – Dallas was three and five last last year before they went on to win the division. Uh, if anybody's going to play that role this year, I think it's the Eagles. So I'm obviously very disappointed. Uh, but Michael Bennett just got traded to there. There's great opportunity for him to do some destruction to that locker room. Um, you know, uh, as he does, as he always does. So yeah, yeah, it was bad, man. It was really, really bad. Carson's taking a lot of heat for it. I, I still – like, be honest. Do I just have rose-colored glasses on? Like, what, it, what am I missing that he is getting hammered so much? I don't know. I mean, I don't see it. And I'll be the first person to look for Clearly. deficiencies. <laughs> um, you love pointing those out. <laughs> yeah. So, And I just I, – I haven't really seen – I haven't seen the – I don't know. I haven't seen where, where he's been bad. I mean, most of the time I get the impression that he's he's doing everything he can and the rest of the team's letting him down. Yeah. I mean, so I just – I don't know. I, I'm not sure where the disconnect is with some of your fan base on that. Like – I mean, I, some of it's are, definitely – A lot of them – Go ahead. I was going to say, is it – a lot of them is, is it just they're um, they're so – still in love with Foles and what he did that they're just like I don't know are they mad that they moved on from Nick and paid Carson I mean what I don't know 
That that could be a segment, I guess. I, I think, well, real quick, two things. Uh, I think on that, mm, the vast majority of the fan base knew Carson was the right choice just based on, like, Nick got hot. We love Nick forever, but, like, there's just a difference there. You know what I mean? Like, in terms of uh, talent and stuff like that. Where, right. And Nick has had ups and downs in his career, and he's awesome, and I love him forever. And he, We have a statue of Nick. But, you know, Carson looks like, like you know, just a, a, a different um, t- dynamic and player that can elevate his whole team. That being said, yeah. I will say this. This is the one good thing about losing that game. I hope this sloughs off the, the BS fan base that joined us after the Super Bowl. I'll give you a perfect example. I went to the Falcons game week two, and – uh, it's kind of a long story, but somehow found my way onto the field before the game and uh, like got to meet Howie and everything. <laughs> it was awesome. But, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> did you have clothes on? I had clothes on, I swear. Yeah, okay. it was not. So you weren't streaking. <laughs> no, it was legal. Okay. But Just needed to clarify that for the listeners. But that being said, um, oh, I'm, so I'm down there on the field where like all these people have paid all this money that I did not pay to, to get down there and stuff like that. And uh all these people are Eagles fans because Atlanta obviously sucks. And um, two of them, I had to explain who Howie Roseman was to them because he walked by us and they were like, who is that? Because I was freaking out. And I was like, that's Howie Roseman. And then the other thing, and this isn't as, this doesn't seem as big, but there's a guy named Howard Eskin in Philadelphia who is the legend of radio, uh, you know, and he kind of shuffled right by us. The voice of Philly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people would take issue with that because he's such an a-hole. But, but yeah, he just everyone knows who Howard Eskin is. You know, they call I've, him. The, I've heard of. I've heard of him. Yeah, and you're. And they call him the king in Philly. Just everybody knows who he is. And all these fans around me are like, oh yeah, uh, wait, what's that guy's name again? And I was like, you are all trash. Like you're all fake fans that got here after the Super Bowl. And so good riddance. I hope they're gone. I hope they're Pats fans now, or they're probably looking forward to the Clippers uh, run starting up here. So did, that did their did their jerseys that they were wearing still have creases in them from where they were like yes. folded up on the on the rack? Yeah, they were clearly like bought very expensive jerseys, very expensive hats, had no clue what was going on. So good. I'm glad all those people are gone. Um, and I do yeah. think that was part of it. I also think Carson, for whatever reason, has a little bit of a – like the national writers and the national media love to find holes in him. And I'm not sure what that is exactly. If, you know, he was drafted second overall. Um, but that that's definitely part of it. Because in Philly, truly, in, like if you listen to – sports radio or whatever, um, which I'm not suggesting you do, but uh, there's not nearly as much Carson slander as there is on Twitter and on like ESPN. So I don't, I yeah. don't know what's going on with that. Well, it's because they're all, all the national talking heads are infatuated with Dallas and yeah, the like. And so I don't know, maybe that's why they're so against Carson. Yeah. Um, and also I, I don't know. I think there's there's some weeding out that needs to be done in your all's locker room. Yeah. I feel like there's just something – well, clearly, the past, like, two seasons, there's just been these underlying storylines that keep happening. There's some rotten sour apples, as yeah. Josh Norman would say, in, the, in that locker room that are just causing uh, just trouble in this – uh, I don't know, a dynamic that's just not good for the team, I feel well, like. Well, I think there's been – there have been two 
releases that if you're paying attention really don't make sense in light of our roster. The first is uh, Hassan uh, Ridgeway, who got cut right after the Dallas right. game at defensive tackle, which is a, a spot of weakness for us right now. Um, and the second is Orlando Skandrick. So th- we can talk about this now, but Skandrick goes on ESPN this morning on Skip Bayless's show. Skandrick, obviously a cowboy previously, his pretty much his entire career. Signs with the Eagles right. gets after training camp, comes back because of injuries. Goes on Skip's – we cut him right after the game Sunday uh, against Dallas. So I don't even think he made it back to Philly. Like he, he, he was cut like on the field after he got embarrassed multiple <laughs> times. And he goes on Skip today and says that he wished he never would have – or he still wishes he was with Dallas. He uh, – the Eagles have a big culture problem that starts with Lane and that Malcolm Jenkins is a, um, is a very selfish player and that the Eagles are just riding high off of their Super Bowl, but they don't know how to win. And this is the gem line he said. He was like, I mean, some of these guys have only been in the league two or three years. They just think winning is normal. They've never even had losing seasons. Like, I've been in the league 12 years. I've never even been to a Super Bowl. And it's like, <laughs> you joke. This is why. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think what you're saying is helping your case, Orlando. It was amazing. I but, don't think these things mean what you think they mean. No. You, and so the team was asked about him today in, after practice, and uh, – and like dudes didn't mince words. I'm not going to repeat them. This is a wholesome uh, podcast here, but Malcolm specifically <laughs> uh, talked about not needing guys like that in the locker room and, uh, and how you, you can't have, we'll just call them snakes, for instance. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a different word, but um, yeah. So I, th- I do think he could have been a problem uh, child just based yeah. on his reaction. Also, what an idiot. You're, you're done. Like, you'll never play again. Yeah. No. He's <laughs> – well, he didn't he – he started the season with us, and then – Oh, we, he did? We, I didn't even know that. I believe – well, I know he was with us during training camp. Or maybe it was – I guess it was training camp. They, after training camp, they cut him. Yeah. Um, on the roster cut down. And then I guess he was just floating around. And, uh, and then you guys picked him up. But, yeah, he's – he's a loser <laughs> like if you're a middling talent you can't or not even middling he's like you know the 52nd 53rd type guy on a roster now a team yeah. is going to be scared that he's going to air their laundry anywhere like he won't play well, again. yeah especially at his age like the one thing you have going for you if you're not obviously not that dynamic of a player anymore and you're getting older the one thing you have going is if you're a class act and right, people, right. teams look at you as like, he'll be a good uh, voice in the locker room. Yeah. A uh, good mentor for the young guys. But if you're going to be an idiot and just start airing all this nonsense, as soon as you get cut, no yeah. other team's going to want to pick you up. Yeah. Just like Zach Brown. I mean, he's yeah. similar. He might, he might've been another problem for you guys. Cause as soon as things started, going sour and for him in dc and he didn't like some of the things that were going on he was making problems and yeah. that's why they pushed him down the depth chart and i think that's a big reason why they they ended up uh cutting him loose so yeah I and skandrick slowly skandrick alluded to zach brown as like a point of you know like like look look man like one week Zach Brown gets cut, the next week I get cut. It's like, no, you idiot. <laughs> like, you don't understand. For good reason, you fool. <laughs> yeah. 
anyway, tough, tough week for me. Uh, I do think I'm saying it right on the record. People can come back and kill me later. I think we're playing for the division week 16, week 17, uh, just the way the, the schedule lays out. Dallas has all of their hard games ahead of them because they've played nobody thus far. Um, yeah. Whereas we get a little bit of a break once, once we get through these next few weeks. So uh, moving on, though, from my misery, Chad, you've played two games <laughs> since we last talked. How are, two. How are, <laughs> we have. How did those go? <laughs> we've been busy we've been busy in dc uh not good another week another loss i don't have much to say i, well, real I quick, feel I like i'm repeating I don't mean myself. to correct you but another week uh two more losses two, technically two losses <laughs> yeah you, yeah thank you adam thank yeah, you no, for no that out uh glossed over that second loss there but yeah it was it's not been great as it hasn't been all season one thing I would like to point out, though, is that under the Bill Callahan regime, the Nats are 8-0. Eight, eight oh, so, wow. You know. Could he, be something with that. He's got some chops, clearly. And, Let me uh, ask you this. If the Nat, so if you could either – the Nationals can win this World Series, right? They're two games away. Odds are they're going to win it. Or – you can only have one or the other. Or the Skins fire – Goose. Oh. <laughs> this might be the toughest question. Oh, man. And wow. let me just – I'll sweeten the pot a little bit. I know this probably isn't even possible, but the Skins fire Goose and they hire um, – who's your, who's your hope even for GM there? Do you have a, somebody? Um, I don't know. A lot of people were throwing out Lewis Riddick that they'd like to see him come. Ooh. I'm not so sure on that. I think he could be good, but I don't know. Um, I would say maybe uh, one of the assistant GM studs, somebody that's already like in a GM type role. Maybe right. I think there's uh, Wolf. I can't remember his first name with the Packers. Uh, um, he, okay. He's, he's pretty solid. I don't know. I would say like one of the uh, one of the assistant GMs around the league that's got uh, some. Okay. Uh, Let's just for the to him. for the purpose of this exercise, uh, either you get a Nationals World Series or the Redskins hire. We'll, we'll just say Joe Douglas, the the second to the Eagles, who's now just in his. Oh, first actually, game. yeah, he was one that I was reading about the other day. Okay, right? Joe Douglas. Yeah. And uh, and. You hire, um, should we say Lincoln Riley? I don't even know if that helps or not with the with the thought process here, but let's just do it. Well, so you, 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 get so you get a Nats title or fire Goose, hire your dream team. Where are you going with that? <laughs> Man, I don't know. We probably don't have too many Nats uh, fans listening to us so i don't think we have very many fans of anything listening to us <laughs> right i i don't know my first my first of the redskins beat them right now but if i could for me personally if i could get rid of bruce allen that's first and foremost hands down million percent that's it, the, million percent the right answer you have to yeah yeah i mean I love the Nats. I love this run. It's so exciting. But Bruce, he is—he's the big fish. 
Yeah. He's the one that I'm chasing. He's my Moby Dick per se. Yeah. When the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, I said I would forego seeing all the other three teams win titles in my lifetime, which they are paying off on that. Um, (laughs) if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, I don't regret that one bit. I would love the Eagles to win more Super Bowls, but I think you, that you have to make that trade if you can anyway. Yeah. If the, if I could alter it and just say the Nets win the world series, Bruce doesn't get fired, but then just gets, um, uh, repositioned within the organization to, like I said before, like right. luncheon party planning and things like that. That would, I would take that. The problem with that is, that. unfortunately, I've already, I've already thought through that and, and read some things. It sounds like Dan Snyder is taking Rizzo, the guy who, uh, who runs the Nats. He's been there like 10 years. So Snyder was like, I want my guy to have the, as much time as possible to write this ship. <laughs> so yeah. Goose is, yeah, well, Goose is in. He's firm. But, firmly entrenched for another decade no doubt (laughs) no that's the right choice all right yeah uh just was curious on that but i i'm excited about the the, we're not a baseball podcast but that has been a fun world series i i think it'd be cool like there's a competition part to it at some point so far it's just been steamroll (laughs) city but um nobody expected the nats to win and their dances are great so that's been oh it's just unbelievable it's (laughs) must watch tv every time soto goes up the bat is must watch tv everybody in the world needs to stop what they're doing and just parade around that batter's box yeah you know you never know what he's gonna do he can grab himself and you know he's gonna grab his crotch there's no question about that but yeah you don't know what else he could he could add i I love that unbelievable love him it's been awesome i I was actually yesterday and i just immediately grabbed my crotch and gestured towards the uh towards my client (laughs) they understood you know they knew they, yeah they they did a little head nod to you and <laughs> you got us good recognition yeah <laughs> oh man yeah so it's been it's been fun watching the Nats. it's been a nice uh relief from my pit of misery i was actually depressed that the Nats <laughs> weren't on last night and i had to watch the redskins <laughs> honest honestly i was just like Ugh. i actually tweeted at them yesterday um i saw they, that when they uh, tweeted their game day tweet, I was I didn't feel like uh, entertaining them yesterday, but but here we are. Two here losses are. this week, another week. But another, uh, so another week. That. Somehow they have more losses this week than the Nats, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but anyway, you know, Bruce Allen is currently whispering in Dan Snyder's ear that <laughs> nine and seven could still win this division. Oh, so. he's in now. Like, he is locked in. The division is wide open. Speaking of the other team in the division who technically is – I mean, not technically, who is fully in the the race, um, thank goodness my Cardinals at least came through. And one-eyed Kyler Uh, went down there to New York and did work. One-eyed Kai. Did the Lord's work in uh, in MetLife. Uh, Yeah, you you got me there. I didn't didn't think they would dominate – the Giants quite to that extent. Yeah. That was well, wild. I thought the Giants I thought the Giants defense was gonna um man up and play a solid game and they just didn't even show up to the field. Yeah, that was just a beatdown. And then so, I know I was texting you about this. I was sure I picked Lamar Jackson to beat uh Russ while I was watching the game live, but 
Turns out I didn't make that pick. <laughs> Just, <laughs> right. <laughs> You're so pleased with yourself. <laughs> when I saw that yeah. score, I was like, oh, I'm so good at this. And then realized. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out we both said they had no shot against MVP Russ. Yeah. yeah. That was, so, uh, that shows our analysis. Wrong. But Not a I great did, week for me. No. Well, we basically had the same week, except I did squeak out that Cardinals win so i think i went up back up to two on the season um which brings us to this week so giants playing the lions at 1 p.m um personally i think that uh let's see where is that game is that at the lions yeah at the lions battle of uh two two win teams Oof, that's that's gonna be an ugly one yeah I'm, I'm going to give the nod to the Lions. I think so. I would think, yeah, well, I I picked the Giants last week, and they let me down. Yeah. So they're not getting my vote anymore this season. The Lions um, looked good at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I was going to say. I mean, they're playing at home. Stafford, you you know, you got a Stafford compared to Danny Sleeves. Right. Um, <laughs> You got to give the nod to Stafford there. Um, the, I don't know what gi- the Giants' D is at this point. You know, one week they look savage, then last week they looked awful. Yeah. Um, and Stafford's got, you know, he's a gamer. He just, he razzle dazzles with that sidearm. He just makes stuff happen. So, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say that the, the Lions pulled this one out, probably in a close one. And he notoriously uh, crushes bad, like bad to mediocre teams. Stafford, he right? Can't be pretty good, but he he does beat a lot of bad teams. Yeah, um, I think I agree with you on that one. Uh, really, the only other game because you guys already played Dallas has a bye, so the only other game in the division is um, the Eagles in snowy Buffalo, snowy rainy Buffalo. Um. This is going to be tough. Buffalo is somehow good. Um, I'll go ahead and give you my pick. I think the Eagles <laughs> – this is going to shock all of our listeners, but I think they <laughs> somehow pulled Tell this me, game Adam. come out of the wreckage. Um, really for two main reasons. Number one is the Bills do not have a downfield passing threat. At least they haven't so far this season. And that's been like the bane of the Eagles' existence so far. Uh, so I think compacting the game, getting after Josh Allen, you know, these are things that the Eagles could theoretically do on defense and then relieve some of the, uh, stress on the, on the corners and the safeties. Uh, and then the second reason, I do think it's going to be ugly, muddy type game. And I think the Eagles, you know, we sort of play that even like that style, even when we're in a dome, much to (laughs) our chagrin. Like, that's why we lose yeah. games. But uh, I think it could it could benefit us here. And the third reason, I just think Doug bounces back. Like, he, he's had his back against the wall in the past. I think he, uh, he bounces back and sort of gives the finger to just the general world um, to beat the 4-1 and one Bills. But what's your take on this? Um, I'm going to – I'm – I'm actually I think I'm going to I'm going to go against you on this one. 
I'm gonna give oh. my vote to the to the Bills. Um, I definitely, I agree. I think it's gonna be a battle. I think it's gonna be a close slugfest. Yeah. Um, Five but, and one Bills, not four and one Bills. Yeah, they're the little bit I've seen of the Bills so far this season. Um, their defense just looks pretty stout. Yeah. Um, and after after your guys tough loss to the Cowboys and all the I don't know just seemingly underlying things going on stories about Alshon you know hating Carson and just all this (laughs) nonsense going on I don't know there seems to be a lot of distraction in the Eagles locker room right now and I feel like that kind of showed uh in the Dallas game early Mm. on with all like just the sloppy play the fumbles things like that so I don't know I Part of me thinks maybe that is going to carry over a little bit. But yeah, another point in your favor is the Bills have given up 91 points thus far this season, whereas the Eagles have just casually doubled that and given up 186 points so far. <laughs> so, uh, right. yeah, that's not a great look. Yeah, no, this is surely my um, my I'm picking based on my hope, but uh. But I have to. Yeah. I have to go down with the ship. You know. I don't know. Yeah. No. You're doing doing your duty. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. What's uh, going to be awesome is when the Eagles end up losing this season, so that they're out of it, and I lose this competition on this podcast based on the Eagles. Like that. That's going to be a double whammy for me. That is <laughs> truly going down with the ship. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to really hurt. Uh, uh, anyway, I was thinking for a third, just to add a third game, since we don't, we don't have, uh, you know, too many division games this week. The, um, well, which one do you, would you rather pick? The Panthers play the 49ers. We can either do that one, or we could do the uh, Packers and Chiefs. Both of those are interesting, I think. Ooh. I like the Packers, Chiefs. All right, so. That's, intri- that's intriguing. Now, yeah, of course, Patty's not playing, but they're in Arrowhead. Hmm, tough place to play. Yeah. I'm going to give my vote to the pack. Go, pack, go. Let me just make sure that Patty's not playing. Yeah, double check that, if you would, please. Yeah, he's he's out. He's out for sure. Okay, like I said, I'm going to go with the pack. Um, they're just ro- they're rolling right now, man. I think that A. Raj and uh, Matt Lafleur are vibing yeah. on yeah. all kinds of levels. They're um, they're they're gelling, and the offense is kind of starting to click. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. They're just they they look they look good. I think that, and especially with, without Mahomes, I think that uh, who's their backup? Matt Moore. Yeah, Matt Moore. Um, boy, this is where I could get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I'm immediately thinking of all the times Andy had backups in in Philly, which was a lot because Donovan, you know, got sick or was fat or whatever. Um, <laughs> so, and like they always played really well. You know, Jeff Garcia, AJ Feely. Um, for like a week or two, you know what I mean? Like they, they would play really well. People would be like, they should start over Donovan. Obviously that's not going right. to happen in this case, but I'm just trying to think if I think the Chiefs can, 
can pull it out. The pack is probably the the better pick. Um, yeah. See, like Matt Moore spent some time in Green Bay, but he he has no uh, he has no idea about this offense now. I mean, he was there during. Yeah. Uh, true. What's uh, what's his name? McCarthy. McCarthy yeah, big, days, big, I guess. big but, Mac. Yeah. Um, I think I honestly I think that uh, I don't know. I think somehow uh, the Eagles the Eagles make it happen. I mean, <laughs> wow. What <laughs> you said that, Adam? <laughs> I mean, we know. We get it. <laughs> God, this has been a rough. You're week really. For me. <laughs> really holding on to that mast of the ship there, just <laughs> really beating that drum. <laughs> I'm already just weeping over here. You guys are just patting me down. Um, yeah, I think that, sorry, Andy Reid, my guy Andy Reid, makes it happen. Also, I realized I don't think it's Matt Moore. I think Kyle Shermer is the one that might get to play. I don't know if they've oh. announced that yet. Is he really? Yeah. What, did Matt Moore get hurt or something? No, but but Shermer played some last week, didn't he? When they oh. – had that injury? I, I don't know. Maybe it is more. Maybe. I might be wrong. I know the the news I had heard about Shermer was he was bumped up, up off the prac pod. Uh, ah, um, okay. That so maybe that's what you're hearing. He was bumped off off the pack practice squad probably to fill in as backup to Moore because I know yeah. Pat Shermer made the joke when they asked him about it. Pat Shermer, coach of the New York Giants. Mm. That's his son. He said, uh, oh, good. Maybe he'll be able to start paying for his own Ubers now. <laughs> Good one, Pat. So. Classic dad joke. Yeah. Classic Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Pat. His son finally makes an NFL roster and he's making financial jokes. That's that's uh <laughs> what a guy. That, that's my dad. Um <laughs> no, yeah. I talk me out of this, Chad. Talk me out of this. It's gotta be it's the Packers are the right No, you know what? I'm going no, down with the ship. No, Go no. birds. Go Andy. Chiefs are gonna make it happen in Arrowhead. I'm gonna lose my whole lead wow. this week. Yeah, this is. You got a lot of ships to go down with. <laughs> this is it, guys. Strike up, strike up the Dido. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Andy, give me that walrus stash. Twitch it a little bit during the game. Give me some magic. I think he he makes it happen. Find that big card. Anyway, that's kind of it for this week. We don't have a ton uh, to talk about. I mean. I guess we could if this was a Cowboys podcast. It's not, thank God. So um, anything you want to uh, leave the folks with before we go? Uh, no, not really. I'm good. Tune in to the Nats. Go Nats, go. Go Nats, go. i just like to give a one quick shout-out. The Sixers, I know this is not a basketball podcast either, but also looked very studly uh, this week in their opener against Boston. So just saying, just putting it out there as a – Maybe somebody has some extra time on a Saturday afternoon, doesn't want to break out film. They could uh, they could watch the Sixers play as well. But, yeah, it's a dark, dark place on this podcast right now. Welcome to the hole, Adam. <laughs> I, I thought we were over this. I thought we were at past least, this um, point. <laughs> at, least, at least you have me at the bottom of this hole with you. It's almost worse because you're so happy. Like <laughs> – I've been waiting for some <laughs> I've been waiting for some company. And you've just been frolicking just down the mud. Here with me. Yeah, like at this point you think the mud is fun. You're like playing games yeah. with the mud and oh, like Oh yeah. I'm freaking I'm freaking uh Bane from Batman. What does he say? Like he's born in the darkness. Uh, uh, I've I, just been growing strong down here. 
Yeah, I was born in the darkness, and then I thought we crawled out, we were in the light, and it turns out it was all just like some some holes in the cave beaming down. Yep. But we were still and down in just, the cave. And then I just reached my muddy hand <laughs> up and grabbed your ankle and pulled you back down with it's me. It's so scary. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is a horror podcast. Anyway, uh, oh. what, what do you want to tell them, Chad? Uh, Fire Bruce Allen, hashtag Fire Bruce Allen, make it happen. <laughs> Dan Snyder, I'm still waiting for you to have coffee with me. Let's do it. Um, but uh, other than that, should we take it out? Let's take it out. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Another week, we are your most interesting men in the world, asking you to stay beastie, my friends. Stay beastie. <laughs>